Hi, this is Rhys Shackley, and welcome to this podcast. Today, we will be talking about the social issue of school shootings. In the book, We Say Never Again, is where all the different students tell their interactions about the Parkland school shooting. Many students stated in their part of the book how the security had been increased within the past couple of months. For example, they had had more cameras installed and more drills for the Code Red and Active Shooter. That was why most students thought the school shooting was actually just a drill and not the real thing. Today, I will be interviewing Rebecca Shield. She was one of the student journalists in this book. Her chapter was The Role of a Journalist, and here she is. Hi, Rebecca, and welcome to this podcast today. So glad you're here. Hi, Reese. Thanks for having me. So let's get into it. So what is the role of a journalist? Well, people will listen to us, both as survivors of a school shooting and as the newspaper of Marjorie Stoneham Douglas High School, for us as journalists to discuss this important matter in which people will read. What else did you learn or write about when writing this small piece of a book? Well, after all of my research, I started to become more knowledgeable about the statistics, causes, and laws surrounding gun violence. I also wrote a piece about laws addressing mental health, gun control, and school safety. Tell me more about the gun violence and how you got the word around and how you tried to help. Well, we wanted to share our spotlight with hundreds of other communities across the nation that had to combat combat and live with gun violence on their street every single day through the newspaper. We use infographics with larger newspapers and public activism to demonstrate to people watching that was that this was not normal. And lastly, how are you feeling mentally after the shooting? I was angry, very angry, but like almost everybody else, didn't really know how to feel. Okay, I really appreciate you coming on my podcast. Thank you so much. Have a great day, Reese. Thanks again. In the article, The 11 Mass Deadly School Shootings That Happened Since Columbine, it talks about many different school shootings and how they might be conducted. Here's an example from the article, one way it could be conducted or who could be behind conducting it. The people who conduct school shootings tend to be misaffected, mentally unwell individuals, searching for a sense of social connection and life meaning. They go online. They look past attacks and they see what they can do to cause attention. This way, all the attention will be on them and they won't feel left out anymore because they will have all the attention on them, even if it's bad. In the article, school shootings could be prevented if we intervented in cases of troubled students. It talks about how school shootings could be prevented and how we can try and help them from happening. 
We know how to prevent school shootings, and we should stop pretending like there's nothing we can do because we lack the political will to act. These findings should spark both hope and frustrating frustration every time we hear about another student attack. In these sentences, it says that we know how to help prevent the school shootings and how we feel when we hear about them. And we could have prevented that school shooting from happening. Lastly, I would like to say a special thanks to Rebecca Shield for coming on here and telling her story or thoughts about the whole situation about the Parkland school shooting. So I would just like to say thanks. And that's the end of this podcast today. Thank you for all listening.